we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the face of the main and power. It's the face Welcome back to the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. How y'all doing? Happy New Year. <laughs> Seeing that it is a new year, um, I know for the people who are watching this on our YouTube channel, you're probably like, something is missing. You're absolutely right. And for those that are listening, there is definitely something missing in the form of my co-host, Fowler. Um, well, there were some issues that happened over the Christmas break, and uh, sad to report, I had to kick her to the curb and get me a new co-host. I'm kidding. Fowler will be back. She is just under the weather <laughs> and has literally no voice. Um, and so she will be back next week. Um, this is still the face-off of Fleming and Fowler, even though you just see Fleming here right now. Um, so we didn't want you guys to wait any longer have to wait uh, another week for content since we took last week off um, to be able to just enjoy our families and just kind of take a little break before the new year. Um, but yeah, so I just w wanted to come on here and just discuss a couple of things with y'all. I got to tell you, it feels super weird, weird to be sitting here by myself um, just talking into a mic. I don't see how people do this all day. It's, it's really weird. I definitely need Fowler back. So, uh, y'all send some prayers up for Fowler. Like I said, she does not have COVID. So don't worry about that. She's just under the weather. So she will be back next week. Don't worry. Um, the, the new year did not bring separation from us <laughs> other than this one little thing. Um, so as you all know, new year's is here. We are now in officially in 2022. Um, before we got out of 2022, we had some, uh, some issues just overall. I mean, we couldn't even finish off the year just nice and quiet no Betty White had to go and die at the age of 99 which is insane um, because she was the last golden girl um, some people some of our listeners are probably too young to know who Betty White is or even to have a greater greater appreciation for her because um, they didn't grow up when the golden girls first came on um, versus it's still I think on Nick at night or something like that anyway so Betty White they were having this um Big celebration for her, for her to turn 100 and People Magazine, you know, set up this whole thing and there was supposed to be this big bash and all that kind of stuff. And a couple days before 2022 hit, she was like, yeah, Lord, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to get on up out of here. So that's uh, unfortunate um, that she passed away. But she lived a full life. I mean, 99 years old. What else do you want Betty White to do at this point? She was still working full time, right? So, I mean, you know, let the lady rest. She she deserves her rest. I even said last year when Cicely Tyson passed away, I said that Betty White was going to be right behind her simply because both of them were kind of like neck and neck as far as being in Hollywood and how long they had been in the industry. Um, and I think C Cicely Tyson died at the age of 95, I want to say, 95 or 96. 
and Betty White died at uh, 99, unfortunately. So then we come into the new year. Happy New Year. Sidney Poitier dies. Like, what the hell? He was 94, which, again, lived a very full life, was the first African-American man to our first African-American period to win um, an Oscar award um, for a lead role um, or lead actor role, which was amazing and set the tone in Hollywood. So um, he is definitely a legend and a pillar in the African-American community and in the film industry at large. Um, so we definitely keep losing our pillars, unfortunately. But um, I guess they say it's better to be on the other side than to be here on Earth with these crazy people. And I 100 percent agree. Um, so, um, this episode is going to be pretty short. Um, like I said, because, uh, my second person is missing Fowler is missing her chair is still here and her blanket. Um, but there's no booze there to help her get through the episode. But, um, <laughs> so this is going to be a nice quick episode, but at least to give y'all some content, uh, to be able to hold on until she comes back. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get straight on into it. Um, with these COVID issues. So as the new year has started, um, so has sickness, okay? <laughs> like it has been absolutely insane how many people have been getting sick over the past um, few weeks and how many people are coming down with COVID. Like we talked about, you know, on our lap, last podcast, how COVID numbers are continuing to rise um, because of how infectious these diseases are. And anything that you hear on this podcast, we are not MDs. Um, I do have a doctorate in physical therapy. Uh, Alyssa has a master's degree in occupational therapy, but we work around these things or I used to rather um, a couple months ago work around these uh, uh, this, this population of people and Fowler still works around this population of people so we're getting the most up-to-date um, new news um, the unfortunate part is that the CDC Lord Jesus they just screwed everybody over with this concept of telling or coming out with this new rule saying that oh well you only have to quarantine for five days versus the 10 that we said from before and then we dropped it down to seven and now we dropped it back down to five and then there was this whole letter that came out with delta um the ceo allegedly of delta um not delta sigma theta <laughs> delta airlines where uh there was this letter that was going around where the ceo asked about asked to the cdc hey can you just minimize these uh the days of quarantine to five because it's really hurting our business as if it's not hurting every other business in the world um but again that's alleged don't know if the letter is actually true or not but we're just gonna go ahead and say it's true probably allegedly anywho for the protection of the podcast um but yeah so covid issues covid has been going around like crazy people can't even find tests anymore people are going to cvs walgreens um i saw this video on tiktok which is kind of funny that uh people started going into these really um high Trump supporter areas <laughs> because they're like high anti-vaxxer regions and they've been able to actually find at-home COVID tests, which is insane. Um, also, people have been standing in line, you know, for two to three hours just to get tested because people are getting these symptoms of sore throat and headache and all this other kind of stuff because the Omicron variant is more infectious than both Delta as well as um the uh, original COVID-19 variant. So um, also too, they have come out with, or um, the CDC has basically uh, telling people to kind of warn them about, because we are in flu season right now. Uh, flu season usually is between September and April, if I'm not mistaken. And so um, they're talking about this thing called flu Rona, which is basically the flu and the coronavirus at the same time, which I kind of, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day and they were just like, oh my God, there's so many different variants that are coming out and da, 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 da. And I told, told her, I was like, that's not a new thing. I remember when I was in the ICU last year, um, we had patients that came in who were COVID positive as well as flu positive. I just don't think the prevalence of it was that high um, for them to really make a stink about it. But um, there were definitely patients that came in that were both flu positive and COVID positive um, that 
that were on ventilators or even on ECMO. And so um, you guys just really be safe out there. Even today, they just came out with this new this new thing about called, it's called Delta Cron, which is the Delta variant as well as Omicron. Um, and I think people are, you know, um, the CDC unfortunately has put a bad taste in the mouths of Americans everywhere because of the different rules that they keep changing, which we know that in a, or not, not that we know, but people should know that with something new, when it's implemented or a new virus comes out where it's affecting the masses at large, um, there is going to be a lot of changes that are made. It's just like, for example, you know, somebody takes over a new business, somebody comes in as a new director or a new CEO, there may be a lot of changes that happen. Um, and they may happen very rapidly and they may be very confusing. Um, I think the CDC is not doing themselves justice and, um, for the American people by how quickly and how swiftly they are making a lot of these changes, unfortunately. Um, and with this Delta Cron and flu Rona and the Omicron that's going around and how infectious it actually is. Um, people, you guys need to just be as safe as possible. I know you go, you guys want to go outside. I know you want to go to the, out to dinner. You want to go to the bars. You want to have fun, see your family members. Um, but this thing is very infectious. It's way more infectious than some of the, um, than the other variants. And so um, it's going to continue to mutate and it's going to continue to get worse um, if people don't take proper precautions and again I just want to keep saying and keep reiterating the vaccine does not prevent you from getting the COVID-19 virus it will never prevent you from getting it it is hopefully to um not have you die, obviously, or to have your symptoms as worse as it could be. Obviously, if you have comorbid issues, you are still more than likely to um, unfortunately succumb to the symptoms of COVID than a normal healthy person. But even if you are healthy, you can still get COVID and die. Okay, so just take the precautions that you need to take. Continue to wear your mask, continue to wash your hands, continue to limit your surroundings um, if you can, because I mean, the holidays are kind of over right now. And, um, you know, we people are getting back to work. And unfortunately, these schools are getting more and more cases with kids coming in with COVID and with the Omicron variant. So you guys just do your due diligence uh, to protect yourselves. And, and if you protect yourselves, you directly protect other people. Um, also, too, I saw in the news, it's kind of funny, uh, kind of piggybacking on COVID. Uh, this mom was actually charged um, for putting her son in the trunk of her car <laughs> because she did not want him to potentially give her COVID. So she took him to a testing center. And of course, and they were like, oh, who's here to be tested? And of course, she lifts up the trunk and her son gets out of the trunk, which I think it was hilarious. Um, the sad part, well, now nah, I won't say the sad part, but the funny part is, as soon as I read the headline, I was like, this is definitely a black mama. It's not. Surprise, she's white. <laughs> so that's the funny part. Um, so her name was Sarah Bean. Her son tested positive for coronavirus on January the 3rd, and she allegedly forced her teen to lay down in her car trunk. Um, so that he could remain quarantined, which I think is absolutely hilarious. I don't think that you should really charge a parent for that. I mean, I feel like if it was like a, you know, um, an SUV or a station wagon or something like that, I think that that's not harmful. I mean, obviously, if it's like a Hyundai Sonata and you have the trunk closed where he can't breathe, that that might be a problem. Um, <laughs> but I think her intent was definitely to keep herself safe. And honestly, I can't blame her. I mean, these kids... They're, they have cooties. Kids have cooties. I mean, what do you? What else do you want me to say? Co kids have cooties. They are just breeding habitats for disease and disgust. But they smell like baby, you know, Johnson and Johnson baby lotion. But they're still disgusting. Um, also, to what's not helping with uh, 
the spread of COVID is really the weather. Um, I know here in Texas or in San Antonio specifically, um, our weather has definitely changed and we have gotten um, some cooler weather to the point where I actually had to turn my heater on y'all. And I, anybody that knows me in real life knows that I, I never turn my heater on. Um, the only time I really turned my heater on was uh, last year doing Snowvid where it was snowing obviously for a few days and um, the power grid shut down. <laughs> and so um, we had no power. My house got down to like 47 degrees. So that was extremely cold. Um, and I pray that that does not happen again, but, um, I actually turned my heater on and my, I mean, the temperature got down to like 27, um, in the, the past week. And so we're kind of dipping a little bit and going back and forth. So it's definitely starting to get, you know, ice over and cold and snowing in certain areas, not specifically in Texas, but just all over. So you guys be very diligent, uh, with running your heaters throughout the day. Cause Texas can't handle that grid right now. Um, I don't think they've done anything allegedly, um, to fix the grid, unfortunately, so we'll see um, kind of what happens as the cold weather continues. Um, just remember, again, protect yourselves. Uh, make sure that you are wearing the proper clothes, even when it is kind of cool, uh, kind of warm. Don't go back and forth with, oh, I can wear flip flops today because you're going to be in a bubble goose tomorrow. OK, so just make sure that you protect yourself. And um, even, too, with these space heaters, I did see this story um, earlier today, which I thought was insane. It's a story out of New York where. There was an apartment building that actually caught on fire and unfortunately 19 people so far. So today is Sunday, uh, January the 9th. I had to look because I was like, what day is it? Um, <laughs> there's been so much going on. Um, but yeah, in New York, uh, there was uh, an apartment fire that actually led to, unfortunately, the death of 19 people and 10 of them were children, which is absolutely insane. So they don't really know exactly um, what happened or what started the fire. Um, but they said that it did start on the third floor of a 19 story building. Um, and the fire department is speculating um, that they may end up having, you know, more deaths as they continue to search and find different things. Um, but y'all with these space heaters, as the, the cool weather continues, please be careful with your space heaters. Do not leave these things on, you know, overnight. Definitely wear socks when you go to bed, you know, put, plug it into a regular outlet if you can. If your outlet is shaky or if it's not sturdy, please make sure that you tighten that so that way there are no issues, no accidental spills or anything like that people who have gas stoves um, um please don't turn your stove on and leave it on all night um for those who don't have central ac and heat and all that stuff because that it, that is a real thing and it does happen but these space heaters do not cover them with covers um don't put them on top of flammable things put flammable things in front of them do not do that um so our prayers and thoughts are definitely with those families and with those um individuals of the 19 um, people unfortunately who lost their lives in new york city um this past weekend as a result of a fire um we just want to go into the rehab corner just real, real quick. I know this story has been kind of brewing a little bit everywhere. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> that's kind of happened. Uh, Antonio Brown, who was a or is, well, I guess he was. Yeah, because he got released by the Buccaneers. But anyway, he was a football player who I think last year got into a domestic issue with his uh, kid's mother. And it, you know, went all on the news. It was like a domestic issue. The police were called, all this other kind of stuff, right? So everybody kind of overlooked that. And um, he was released by, I can't remember what team he was with, but he was released by his football team, right? So uh, Tom Brady was like, hey, man, come on over to Tampa. Play with us. We're good. He's been doing great the whole entire season other than um, he broke his foot or part of part of his foot he broke. Um, allegedly, I'm only saying allegedly because I don't know the specific details of what the actual diagnosis was that he had. Um, but allegedly, he had a broken foot. And so he had kind of been nursing that. The playoffs are getting ready to happen. And um, on last Sunday's game, he actually all you all you saw the preface of everything all you saw was him taking off of his uh his jersey and pretty much walking off the field it kind of reminded me of uh 
uh, what's the movie called with Denzel Washington? Uh, remember the Titans and the young man Petey <laughs> who got pissed off because um, they benched him. Coach Yost benched him and then he tried to walk off the field. <laughs> and um, so it, it kind of re reminded me of that particular incident. But anyway, um, Antonio Brown released a statement basically saying that the reason why he walked off was because um, allegedly the Buccaneers tried to force him to play with um, bone fragments um, in his foot. And um, there's been a lot of controversy, people, you know, saying certain things like, oh, he's selfish. The playoffs are about to happen. And, you know, Tom Brady stuck his neck out for him. And how can he do this and do that? And da, 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 da. Let me just tell you from a physical therapy standpoint. OK, this is the only reason why I'm bringing up this story, because I mean, I love football and I watch football, but I don't really care about Antonio Brown or Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, one thing that I will always say is as a physical therapist for athletes everywhere, if you're under the sound of my voice, do whatever you can to protect your body. At the end of the day, your body is literally your livelihood. And if someone threatens your ability to be able to walk perfectly fine, pain-free, all that kind of stuff, you need to stop them. We saw a perfect example of that last year during um, the Olympics when Simone Biles actually pulled out because she, you know, she um, claimed or not claimed, but she basically said she was in her head and she was stuck in her head. And because of that, she was not able to perform at a high level um, without, you know, potentially uh, being injured. And, you know, these athletes, I think they pour so much money into them and they're basically treat them like mules, like, you know, like their livestock. I mean, they, they kind of really are the, the amount of money that these teams make off of them. And it's unfortunate that, you know, even in that moment, if there's something going on with one of your star players, you're with these coaches and these franchises, allegedly, their only agenda is to win. But athletes everywhere, your body is your livelihood. Even if you're in college, if you're in high school, you know, if you're playing peewee football, doesn't really matter or peewee sports or whatever. At the end of the day, your body is your livelihood. I saw this documentary actually um, kind of picking up, piggybacking off of that um, uh, yesterday. Actually, I was watching it. It was on Netflix called the Ronnie Coleman um, documentary or the King. It's called Ronnie Coleman, the King and uh, Ronnie Coleman, for those who are in like the bodybuilding and workout world, um, he's this huge, you know, um, star, this huge entity, right? He, I think he won Mr. Olympia eight times. I think it was that they said, and to see where this man started from, he was a police officer, got into bodybuilding. And I mean, this man's arms were huge. Like this, every muscle that you could possibly think of, every muscle that you have in your body was like defined on this man's body. But he worked out and was lifting seven and 800 pounds of just weight, which was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just like, why didn't anybody stop this man? But as a physical therapist, I'm just looking at this documentary like, with my mouth to the floor, like, dude, you're killing your back, you're killing your knees. And as a result of him li lifting all of this weight and going through all of this foolishness for nothing, really, because I mean, yes, you get money for it, obviously, but and notoriety and fame, but at the same time, at what cost your body, clearly. And this man literally um, had, I think he had two or three hip replacements so far he's had eight back surgeries and the documentary was following him leading up to his ninth back surgery and they had to take some screws out because they were bothering him I mean the way this man walks he has to walk with forearm crutches now um and he can't I mean he's still going to the gym and working out and I'm just like sir at this point I, I think you should stop 
I, I really think you should stop. I, I get it. You want to keep going and everything, but you're, you're literally, you've literally cost your body. And I think for Antonio Brown, um, I think like if this is the actual situation that occurred, cause obviously there's three sides to every story. Uh, but if this is the situation that occurred where he was um, potentially playing with bone fragments in his um, bone fragments in its foot, that was a smart move to move to, to get out because at the end of the day, you know, if you're in your twenties and your thirties, you're already aging at such a rapid rate when it comes to playing sports, right? Like you technically are like 72 and 80 in, you know, football and basketball and hockey years and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, you want, you have young kids, you want to be able to run around with them and not potentially cause other issues. I mean, if somebody has bone fragments moving around, you have very specialized, you know, capillaries and veins and arteries and all kind of stuff in like everywhere in your body. So you don't want those severed. That's that'll be a problem. Then it'll cause, you know, um, other problems and other issues. So, um, yeah, all the best to Antonio, whatever happens with that situation. But for athletes everywhere, protect yourself. Um, tell the fuck these coaches. Okay. At the end of the day, the, your body is your livelihood. When your body becomes your livelihood, you have to learn how to say no, even if it costs the team, unfortunately. And this is why you need to have backups who know exactly what the hell they're doing. Stop making everything about a franchise player. That's part of the problem. If Brady was that great, he wouldn't need Antonio Brown. He could replace Antonio Brown with anybody, but clearly. Anyway, neither here nor there. Well, that's all I have for today, y'all. Um, like I said, this is going to be a very short episode because Fowler is not here. Um, so I hope I've kept you entertained somewhat. Um, I know it's not the same jazzy jazziness of Fowler. It's very quiet here in the studio. So, um, yeah. Y'all spread love, spread light. Don't forget to laugh your face off. Again, wash your hands, wash your behind. Stay away from places that you don't need to be in large gatherings with no mask. Continue to wear your mask, vaccinated or not. It does not matter. Wear your mask because when you protect yourselves, you directly protect other people. And again, continue to spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. so much for tuning into another episode of the face off with Fleming and fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms including instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face off pod be sure to tune into the face off with Fleming and fowler every tuesday when new episodes are released